Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink listeners did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year and if that's not bad enough most cleaning formulas are 90 percent water which is heavy to ship leading to excessive carbon emissions plus those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia that's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet nobody's trying to have that enter blue land blue land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refill start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Swipes of true crime. Welcome. Where we tell you a good true crime story every week. Every single week. You guys, thank you so much for signing up for Patreon. Boom. We love it. Love it. And we thank you so much. And if you have not yet signed up, or if you're still listening on Himalaya, please switch over to Patreon. That's, That's where it's on. on. That's where it's on Patreon. And we give you 
a free app or free it's not free you guys it's, it's $4.99 a month but we give you more content every week and Gretch just did Waco last week and it's a good one yeah thanks yeah you're welcome so Gretchen uh our episode comes out actually tomorrow we're recording yeah. on a Sunday. So what's going on on your summer vacation without Summer me? vacation is in full effect, right? Celebrated yeah. the husband's 40th birthday. Happy birthday, Fred. It was not exactly what we planned on doing. Surprise, no Nashville, surprise. no riding the bulls, no Catalina Island. We went camping, <laughs> which is very unusual for us. We never do that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Crystal Light with the caffeine. Oh. To keep my summer energy pumping. Awesome. I'm drinking and a little box wine. Sorry. I oh, and box. box wine at the same time? No, I went off keto. Are you going to get a headache? Maybe. And fat. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You're going back on keto. Tomorrow, I'm sorry. I hope way. that doesn't like trigger anybody. Don't send me any fucking hate. I hate it. But uh, yeah, that's the truth. It all starts with one chip. Next thing you know, mommy drank a box of wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so get back Happy on the birthday, wagon tomorrow. Fred. Yeah, tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Okay. Fine. I did the same thing this weekend. Mm -hmm. And okay, so I went to the beach. We yeah. went to Venice Beach, okay? That's crazy. Yeah, my sister-in-law invited us and she, you know, I... My husband's like, I fucking hate Venice. It's so gross. Which Yeah, it totally is. It is. Yeah. So I was like, but listen, they don't really invite us that often. So maybe you we have should to go. go. Mm -hmm. So we went and it was fine. Fine. There was like a shit ton of people. But, you know, I found like a little space and we, you know, set up shop. And there was somebody that set up shop in front of us. And she wore a mask the whole entire time. Yeah. Which I'm not hating, right? I'm like, okay, maybe you have an underlying condition. Maybe there's something going on. I don't know. It can't be good for the tan lines, right? Like mask tan lines. That's not sexy. <laughs> it's not. But <laughs> listen, you be you. Shoot. Okay? Yeah. Okay. My kids decide to play little smash ball with the little paddles in the ball, you know? Yeah. She... It's like all up in their business and ask them to move. Oh. Like they were playing smash ball too close to her. Then lady, if that's your, then you need to move. You need to move to your own self. And listen, I get it because I'm kind of like that crazy person too. Where we went camping, normally there's never anyone on the beach. This time the beach was packed. We were luckily yeah. had a boat with us. And so we were like anchored up off the shore. We anchored up like far away from everyone. Like people were packed in like sardines. If that is going to give you anxiety being around that many people, move. Then, then maybe find another beach. Find not another Venice. beach. Yeah, not Venice. Plenty yeah. of other beaches out there. I know. I was like, wait, what? She asked you to move playing Smash Ball? Maybe that's a little extra. Dude, with your I saw somebody and... with a mask on on a jet ski in the open ocean. Oh. <laughs> that's extra that is really extra 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 okay, read all buddy. about it and today i went to ventura our old stomping ground and guess what i did i oh, rode bikes yeah oh, it's you know it's the same as same as always uh-huh 
I rode bikes. And guess where I went? Where? I did our 5K on the bike. Oh, <laughs> I bet it was easier. Oh, it was really easy, actually. I told my kids next time. We actually started further. So we went exactly six miles, but I was told them next time it's 10 or more, not not going for the six mile shit anymore. So anyways, Gretchen, mm-hmm. I yes. went on this bike ride. And then after we went to eat and I, you know, cause my brain is like, I don't know, shit. the size of a sixth grader, didn't realize the place I went to eat, I turned around and guess what was there? What? The Bikram yoga place that we went to. And it is exactly the same. Speak of the freaking devil. I haven't seen it in 20 years. That's how old we are. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I was going to correct you, but then I'm like, oh no, that sounds about right. It's probably been less. It's probably been like 15. 15. Yeah. But it's exactly the same, Gretchen. And it still has the Bikram name, which I'm like, maybe we switch the name up. Yeah. I think that it's time to switch guys. So they're one of the last like 80. That's uh, funny. Yeah. Small world. Guess oh. what? I have a small world thing too. One this- more second. Really yes. quick. Sorry. Yesterday, when mm-hmm. I was in Venice, passed another Bikram place. And it said Bikram too. So, I don't know. It's weird. That two in, two in one weekend. Yeah. Well, so. now you start noticing that stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, tell me what you were going to say. Okay. Well... So this case that I'm about to tell you took place in Muskogee. It's about Okies from Muskogee. But part of the case involves these two crazy kids hanging out at a lake cabin. You know where? Tahlequah, Oklahoma. And guess who's going there in two weeks? You? Yes, I am. I just got an invitation to float down the river in Tahlequah. Oh, I'd never even heard of it. And neither had I. And then I thought, you know what? I think I have heard of it, actually. (laughs) And I think I'm not going to mention that name just in case I say it wrong. I'm just going to call it the Lake Cabin. But now you all know. It's Tahlequah. It's called Tahlequah. Okay. And supposedly it's real fun. I'm going to get my float on. I hope you have a really good time. And now let's get into our episode, which we Let's do it. Like a couple days ago. Didn't we? Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about it now. Sounds good. All right. Okay. It all starts with a young Sarah Edmondson from Muskogee, Oklahoma. That's right, Tab. Okie and Muskogee. Yeah, she was an Okie from Muskogee. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. I'm proud to be an Okie from Muskogee. I know that song. Yeah, it's a Meryl Hoggart song. I actually, for research purposes, played it all. And I actually think that song is real dumb. Except the Ogie from Muskogee part. I mean, that's pretty catchy. But you know, it's all about how conservative they are in Muskogee. They don't don't like people with long hair. No? No. I think they ought to open their minds. Women in long hair? No, I think maybe it's men. men. Whatever. My son has long hair. He sure does. He don't care. He's got the best mop around, actually. (laughs) So cute. Muskogee, Oklahoma. Population 37,000. Okay. Small, but not tiny. Not too small. Yeah. 
For $300,000, you can buy a very nice home. And if you got close to a mill, you can buy an even nicer home, like 6,000 square feet of it, and also have a lot of acres. Mm -hmm. Okay. I am guessing that Miss Sarah Edmondson grew up in one of those kind of homes. Just guessing. Okay. She actually comes from a pretty well-known family. Some people refer to them as the Kennedys of Oklahoma because of their political affiliations. Mm, Okay. Okay. Her grandfather was a congressman. Her great uncle was the governor. Her other uncle is the state attorney general. And her father serves as a Oklahoma State Supreme Court justice currently. Wow. They are definitely in the scene. They're in the scene. Okay. But you know, even those raised in the most privileged backgrounds have shit happen. Sometimes more. Sometimes more. Obviously. Look at the Kennedys. Look at the Kennedys. Right? Exactly. Okay. So when Sarah was 14 and 15, she had a friend commit suicide and then two more died in a car accident. Sarah took it all real hard. She went from being like little Miss Popular, good student that did. She was in charge of the yearbook and the newspaper to painting her room black and getting into drugs and even cutting herself. Yeah. God, it's it's that age where shit happens. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It ruins your life. Yeah, it does ruin your life for sure. At the time when she was spiraling, she had a boyfriend named Patrick, and her parents hated him. No surprise, right? No surprise. Okay. At one point, they got a restraining order against Tim. They were successful in getting him away from Sarah and also getting her into rehab, and she returned to school and graduated and got into Northeastern State University in Oklahoma. That's good. Yeah. So, Making, you know, I mean, like, like, that's like progress for sure from for sure. It was like she bounced back. Yeah. OK. But it wasn't long after she got to university that she started slipping back into her old habit of hanging out with a dude her parents were less than pleased with and doing drugs. A lot of drugs. With Patrick still or some other different losers? dude. Okay. Yeah. There was this place in town where she was going to college called the Commune. I mean, it seems like it was maybe like a flop house or like something, but it was where just a lot of young people got together and did like real hard drugs. And that is where she met Ben Darris. Okay. According to Ben Sarah was fed up with trying to please her family. And I imagine it's a lot of pressure. She was attracted to Ben because he came from like the polar opposite background. And the whole rebellious thing, she probably found kind of hot. Right? Yeah. I think think that's what he's like. Yeah. So Ben's deal is a sad story. His father had committed suicide when he was young and he grew up with a struggling single mother He was a high school dropout and had a couple of arrests for petty crimes on his record. You know, I'm sure all of this contributed to 
what led him to, you know, doing drugs at the commune, too. Okay, so this did not stop Sarah from bringing him home to the family, to their lake cabin to meet the relatives. And apparently it didn't go over well. I can only imagine her family meeting him and being like, oh, shit, here we go again. But this time, her parents were not able to break her up from the dude they deemed a loser. Sarah ended up dropping out of school and just made doing drugs and Ben, like, her full-time gig. No good. No good. So one weekend, without her family's knowledge, her and Ben went to the family's lake cabin to pop pills and do a bunch of LSD. They also watched some movies while they were tripping balls. And the one they got real into was Natural Born Killers. Oh, no. Natural Born Killers. Have you seen it? I have not, but um, I have seen Dazed and Confused. <laughs> Dazed and Confused is awesome. <laughs> I know. Right? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. That's where you started oh, the love oh for my Matthew. God, my love for Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Okay. Well, Natural Born Killers came out in 1994. It's Woody Harrelson and Juliette Lewis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember it was like a big, it was a big thing. I know the I, name. I was in high school. Uh, yeah, but you were old. So I was 14. I just think I was probably oh, a little too young. I you always like those Sorry. little digs. I, no, I'm just saying that you were like at least like 16 or 17. I feel like that's when you're into those kind of movies. I was okay. still like wearing, you know, esprit clothes and you know, probably pegging my pants. Yeah. I was just, that's like, I was I on did the a lot of that side. too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Esprit. What happened to them? I don't know. They were a big deal. Okay. They were. Well, let me tell you a little bit about the movie then. Okay. The movie is kind of a satire about a couple madly in love from abusive families that go on a serial killing road trip. The movie is super theatrical. It's like an Oliver Stone film. So mm -hmm. it shows all these like dark images and then flashes to them. Like it's, it's weird. Okay. And people say it glorifies killing, but I think it's not something anyone would get inspired by unless like you had done a whole lot of LSD. Yeah. Which they did, unfortunately. Okay. So they headed out on a road trip. Still tripping. Yeah, still tripping. They were on what you might call a bender. Yeah, okay. Okay, and they did this road trip just like the movie. Okay. okay. So they're like, we're going to just oh, yeah. be them. Yeah. Got it. Okay, and by the way, they took Sarah's dad's thirty-eight pistol from the cabin with them. First stop, Memphis to go see a Grateful Dead show. Guess what happened? They missed the show by a week. 
I feel like that's something I would do. And when I'm not on a bender. <laughs> like a week ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it was like mid nineties. I mean, pre like real internet, you know, did they have tickets? I think no. I had tickets to a concert one time and I showed up a day late. That does not surprise me. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So no, no dead show. So they kept on going, heading for NOLA. Oh. New Orleans. But they New started Orleans. to run out of cash. So they figured it was time to put that pistol to use. They stopped in a little town called Hernando, Mississippi. Hey, yeah. quickly. Mm -hmm. Do you know how my grandma taught me how to spell Mississippi? How? Am I crooked letter, crooked letter, I, crooked letter, crooked letter, hi, humpback, humpback, I. Have you yeah, ever heard that, that before? I think, yes, I have. Okay. Yeah. Just remembered. But thanks. Okay. Just in case you guys want to teach your kids. Yeah. What, was that like lessons of Peggy? That's my great grandma. Great Margie. grandma. Okay. Okay. Rest in peace. Okay. So they're stopped in Hernando, Mississippi, and they roll up on a cotton mill. It's basically like just a building kind of in the middle of the nowhere that had like an office. Okay. In the front. Okay. And the two came in. And Sarah attempted to act flirty like the character Mallory Knox in the movie. And is that Juliet Lewis? Yes. Okay. Okay. But Bill, the manager of the cotton mill, stood up right away knowing these two kids had no business being there. Mm -hmm. Ben shot at Bill, mm -hmm. but he missed by a hair and the bullet just grazed him. And 58-year-old Bill was like, hell no. And he rushed Ben. And then there was a struggle. But sadly, Ben was able to fire the gun again. And this time, the shot was fatal. Aww. So Ben and Sarah took his life for the $108 in the cash register and a chance to play out some dumb movie fantasy. That's freaking fucking crazy stupid so stupid gets worse so they kept going and now ben was like sarah it's your turn shooting someone is a total high oh That's great great right as crazy as that is sarah was like okay i could see that so they stopped at a convenience store in ponchatoula louisiana and while ben waited in the car sarah went in and shot the clerk. Oh, my God. This clerk was a lovely woman named Patsy Byers, a 35-year-old mother of three. Oh, my God. I hate that. Sarah, actually, so just intent on shooting somebody, she left without taking the money. Okay? But when she got back to the car, Ben instructed her, go back in. Okay? So Patsy said that she pretended to be dead, which, you know, put that in your arsenal. No, 100%. pretend to be dead. Yeah. Okay. Which is real smart. But so she lived, but sadly, the shot left her quadriplegic. Oh, 
My God. So awful. So unlike the cotton mill shooting, there was surveillance at the convenience store. So it's like a still camera shots. Okay. But they're actually really clear. You can see the face. Oh, okay. Okay. So they had these clear shots of Sarah's face, but Sarah and Ben hit the road and kept going all the way to Florida. So police didn't have anything else to go on except a photo of some girl, which no one local could identify. And no one put together the two shootings. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, they were in different states. So Sarah and Ben hang out in Florida for a minute. And then they are like, fuck it. Let's just go back to Muskogee. So they headed home. When they got home, they had a little squabble. It was something about Ben didn't want to hang out with Sarah. He was like, I need a little space after spending three weeks with you in your Nissan Maxima. But Sarah was not with that. She's the clingy type. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she found someone else to cling on to. Right away, huh? Oh, right away. Yeah. She was like, I'll show you, Ben. Is she cute? Yeah, she's cute. Okay. She called up her old flame, Patrick. Oh, well, that's easy. Yeah. Easy Easy come, easy go. Easy come back. Yeah. (laughs) Right. That's a good one. Okay. She hooked up with Patrick again for a couple of days before getting back with Ben. But in those couple of days, she told Pat, like, uh, I just went on the craziest road trip and shot some lady. Oh, God. Way to go, Sarah. Yeah. (laughs) Keeping it under the radar, girlfriend. Yeah, totally. Right. So Patrick kept this to himself for a minute until it was useful for him. Not too long after Pat and Sarah had, you know, stopped hanging out, Pat found himself in some trouble with the law. Mm-hmm. And he pulled the whole, hey, what if I tell y'all about an unsolved crime? Would that help me get off the hook? The answer was yes. You bet your bottom dollar it will. Yeah, you bet your ass. (laughs) Okay. So Pat tells them about the shooting in Ponchatoula. And they ask Pat for a picture of Sarah to match it up with those surveillance pictures. And it was clear they had their girl. Yeah. So while Sarah was out with Ben and friends... At an amusement park, the police knocked on her parents' door. Her dad, the judge, was cooperative. Even when they asked him, I mean, like, it it seems like her parents were, like, not that shocked. Mm -hmm. Disappointed, I'm sure. But they asked him if he owned a thirty-eight pistol, and he said, oh, yeah, I do, at my cabin at the lake. And he... He took them there and surrendered the gun to the police willingly. Then when Sarah got home, he told her, these men are here to arrest you. And he actually like read her the Miranda rights. The dad. Yeah, the dad. Wow. 
You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks Astapro for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Yeah. Did you give so her they any, t- like, here's your Miranda rights. Now you're going to ask for an attorney? Yeah. I think it was something like, don't say shit. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So they took her away. They were only planning on arresting Sarah when they came to the house that night. But Sarah's mama told them that. Sarah and Ben were together when they went on that road trip that is in question. And so you should probably just go ahead and arrest him as an accessory. She's probably like, this asshole is going down if my daughter is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would also maybe want to wait on that and get yourself a lighter sentence by telling on Ben. Well, funny you should say that. Okay. So. They arrested him. It did not take Ben, actually, and Sarah long to sell each other out in an attempt to save their own asses. First, Ben said, hey, I didn't know what she was going to do when she went in there and shot that lady. I'm just, you know, just a bystander. He told the police all about their road trip, but he left out the stop at the cotton mill where he killed Bill Savage. But 
when shit got real and Sarah was facing life in prison compiled with her family telling her, look, this guy has trouble and he's going to testify against you so he doesn't have to serve much time. As an accessory, she thought, well, what if I have something on him? And they said, yeah, that might help. So she, her, okay. So her attorney negotiated a plea deal for Sarah in exchange for her spilling the beans on the unsolved shooting in Hernando. Police were able to prove the same gun was used along with Sarah's testimony. They had enough to throw the book at Ben. Yeah. So when Sarah gave her side of the story, she said, I only grabbed my daddy's gun for the road trip because I was scared of Ben. That's when she told them there was something about that movie, Natural Born Killers, that got him all crazy. Okay. okay. That seems like real, like, I'm not really buying it, Sarah. No. No. Okay. So Ben was looking at death in Mississippi. And so he took a plea for life. So he never went to trial or anything. Okay. Okay. So Ben's got life. Now, guess how much time Sarah got? Pretty white girl whose family is well-connected and who shot and paralyzed a mother of three. And her dad is a judge. Yeah. I am going to say she got five years. She was actually given 30 years with parole, but was released after 11 at the age of 33. I know somebody that got eight years for murdering somebody. So seems like, I mean, it is like a lot. Uh, I listen, I think leaving someone quadriplegic is just as bad as murder. I mean, come on. It is. It is. And it's two people. I mean, it's I'm just thinking that. Yeah, I think she probably should have got life also. 25 years to life. That's what she should have got. I think. I think she should have at least gotten her her 30 years. Patsy's family wanted her to serve 30 years. They agreed to the plea, but I don't think that they had any idea that she would get out so soon. 11 years. I think because it was so public because of her family's political affiliations, they couldn't let her off the hook completely. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's pretty bananas. You know, the person that killed Stevie got eight years. Yeah, that's crazy. But remember mm-hmm. that case we did about the girl in Bali that stuffed her mom in yeah. a suitcase? And then the cousin was given 10 years and all he did was text her like, yeah, are you going to shoot him? Are you going to do whatever? He got 10 years for conspiracy to commit murder. Wow. I mean, so I guess it just... I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. And you heard about yesterday they put to death a guy in Texas. Did you see that? I saw something about that. I didn't read the whole thing. And I mean, he was, he's 45 now. He was 18 when he killed, he was like carjacking somebody and he killed him. Yeah. And I just, I have like, he's 18 years old. Yeah, that's the, well, that's the same thing with this Ben and Sarah. They were 18. 
18 and, and to give death penalty that just is so I just feel like and especially in Texas where they're actually going to kill you if you got death penalty here in California it's like whatever yeah but in Texas where it's happening like you're you go to death row you're going to actually die I I don't know 18 yeah I know the death penalty yeah I think if it involves children I'm okay with it that's just yes, my opinion me too but other than that, I, I yeah, I, it doesn't sit well with me. Like a carjacking, that's not even like premeditated. Yeah, it doesn't seem pre- like know. you're not like, oh, my God, I hate this person and like have this whole revenge in your head and then do it. You know what I mean? I know. OK, well, I couldn't find Sarah, but I did find some of her relatives I kind of imagine her family was like, if we're going to keep winning elections, we're going to need you to change your name and move real far away. Thanks. So a big part of why this case was so popular was the whole natural born killers thing. Because Patsy Byers' family sued Oliver Stone for glorifying murder. Whoa. Yeah. They got the idea, actually, after John Grisham, you know, the author, wrote like Mm -hmm. the Pelican Brief and stuff. Yeah. He publicly accused Oliver Stone of being irresponsible in making the film. He actually is from Mississippi and he knew Bill Salvage. Oh, no way. That is so, like, coincidental. Yeah, the case went all the way to the Supreme Court, and then it was thrown out in 2001 on account of freedom of speech. I mean, and then people would be suing every single person that ever wrote something or made some crazy movie. And honestly, I mean, I watched the movie again. I just don't. It's such a satire. I also, yeah, I think we do have freedom of speech and people can, you know, put out whatever unless it's promoting hate. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Film producers can't be responsible for those kind of movies. Yeah. Sometimes when I watch movies like that, I do get like a bad feeling inside. Like I don't generally like, it's really weird because we talk about it and that's what we do for a living is tell true stories. For some reason, watching it is sometimes too much for me. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it is irresponsible to make something that glorifies a hate crime. But I don't. You know, I mean, I think that it like people can choose not to see it. And that doesn't make somebody want to do that. You know, like that's something more. Yeah, I kind of think she she was just like she's playing like the damsel in distress. Like, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I mean, we were just watching movies. We watched this natural born killer movies. I was I was scared. Listen, she had made some pretty poor choices in her life. And like we always say, like, yeah, shit happens in your life. And you can make a choice to have it control you or you can make a choice to have it not control you. And I think she made bad choices when she was given the opportunity to make good ones. Yeah. Agreed. So sadly, Patsy passed away in 1997. When was she shot? 95. 
So only two years after? Yeah. I mean, she got cancer. I imagine when you're like paraplegic, I mean, I'm just guessing, but, and then you have cancer, you're like, I'm not going to do chemo and all that. No. I mean, who knows, right? But this lawsuit continued till 2001. Her family dragged it out. Oh, well. Uh, Was she paraplegic or quadriplegic? Was she quadriplegic? She could not like, she was like laying down. Oh, dude, that's awful. Yeah. That's like below the neck, right? It's like all quads of yourself. So God, it's like in an instant, her life changed from this stupid fucking girl. Yeah. Yeah. So Ben is spending the rest of his life in a Mississippi prison. Mm -hmm. And he has had a pretty interesting change of tune. He asked the governor for a pardon six years ago, and his pardon letter is pretty compelling. Do you have it? Yeah, I do. I have it. It's really long. He didn't he didn't get pardon. But I'll tell you, he says he takes full responsibility from his role in killing for his role in killing Bill Savage. Part of the letter that I didn't like was that he doesn't mention anything about Patsy. I guess he's thinking like the parole board doesn't or the governor is only looking up his one crime, I mean. But I feel like if you're taking full responsibility, you need to say like, yeah, I'm real sorry. I told my girlfriend to go in there and shoot this poor lady too. And he was there. So yeah, he was there. Yeah. Like you're the getaway driver, buddy. And you knew what she was going to do. There's 100% you could have stopped her. And I do believe that he probably does feel that way because I think... And like I said, on our on our Facebook group yesterday with this other guy at 18, you I still feel like you don't even understand life yet. Yeah, you're like, such a different person. Fully understand what life is about. Yeah. And I mean, you feel like you do. Right. I mean, all of us thought we were already knew what the fuck we were going to do with our lives. But now being. 40, you're like, oh my God, I was, you're such a kid. And when you see 18 year olds, you're like, holy heck, they're, they're young. They look young. Everything about them is still a child. Yeah. Well, let me tell you after his arrest, he did an interview for 2020 and he comes off smug. It's not cute at all. And now he has all these friends and people that are backing him. And I mean, he hasn't done an interview like since the 2020 thing, but his tone is like completely different. Like he is a completely different person and he looks different. I read this book one time. I can't remember what it's called. It might be called Monster or something like that. It was about this gang member who did a lot of bad stuff. And then he went to prison and he changed his life, like his whole outlook on life. And it was basically his transition um, into who he is now. And I do believe there is a way that you are a jackass fucking piece of shit and you can come out on the other side. Well, let me tell you what he's done. Since he's been in prison, he has received both his associates and bachelor's degrees in ministry. Remember, he was a high school dropout. Yeah, that's awesome. He, he now assists the prison chaplain 
And he says that he trusts God has taken away his sins. And even if he is locked up forever, which I think he will be, Mm -hmm. he says he is freer than he ever was before because he had not dealt with all the tragedy of his childhood, which I believe, unfortunately, most people in prison are, are in the same boat. Yeah, I think that's why some people feel like our prison system isn't the right system. I know it did give me a little hope that it's like, oh, okay, there is some like prison reform going on, giving people the chance to get. I mean, he's a fully accredited four year university in some it's only in some prisons. It's not in all. And so I feel like, yes, we should have a system in place in every one of our prison systems, every one of our jails that we don't just lock these people in a cage and think also because lots of people don't have life in prison, right? So they just get out. Well, you know, I didn't do any research about this, but Mm -hmm. um, it does get me to thinking this was a he's part of this religious organization that sponsored his degree. That's why it's in like ministry or whatever. Okay. So maybe it is only happening in the prisons if these religious organizations are sponsoring it. I don't think you so. Know, it's not it's not like you can just do whatever you get a degree in whatever you want. No, there you can. I mean, I don't know about this one, but I know that other prison mates have gotten degrees in psychology. There's some that have gotten um one uh, one guy that I was looking into, he got his law degree in prison. That's awesome. I know. So there is a way. I just don't think it's in every prison. I mean, dude, remember I went on that tour of that prison? There's yeah, nothing like that going on there. His crimes are horrific, you know, and he needs to be held responsible. But I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I just I can't help but feel bad that he will spend his entire adult life in prison. Yeah, he made a mistake. I think that a it big is one. At some point, I think it's up and I would respect it either way. But I think it's kind of up to the victim's family if they like. I wish that was a thing. You know, it's not a thing. But if they were like, okay, I believe he is remorseful or whatever. You could. You can go now. So we there is a friend that I had and he's still my friend um, like on Facebook, but as a child, he was shot um, by his neighbor for playing baseball too loud next to him. The neighbor is like, was a fucking crazy person. Mm-hmm. Came in when him and his friend went back into their apartment. He was, I think it was like 12 or 13, shot him. And now he is quadriplegic. I don't think para, maybe paraplegic. He has the wheelchair where he can move his hand to like move it. Yeah. So maybe that's paraplegic, but he cannot walk or really move below the neck. Besides okay. his hand can like move the wheelchair. Okay. The guy went to prison. I think he's in San Quentin. This is in like 92. Still there. I don't know if he got life or if he got. I'm not sure. But he's forgiven him and he even went to the prison to meet and talk to the guy that shot him. 
Yeah. The guy that shot him was like in his 20s when he did it. But I don't know. So I guess you're right. Like maybe my friend could be like, hey, you know, I've forgiven him. He's spent what? 20, almost 30 years, right? Yeah. 30 years in prison. Maybe, maybe he's remorseful. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't don't know know what the right thing to do is. I'm not here for that. No, no. We're here for the crystal light. Yeah. And vodka. It's almost the week. Well, it's Monday, but for us, it's the weekend. Oh yeah. It's coming up on it. Get up on it. Okay. So that was a interesting story that I never heard before. And I got to say Muskogee from Oki. (laughs) Oki from Muskogee. (laughs) I'm going to say it one more time because it's so fun. Oki from Muskogee. Oki from Muskogee. Mm -hmm. So let's do some shout outs. Because you guys, we love our reviews and we like when you do them. So if you have not yet reviewed us, please do. Also, you could find us on Facebook group and our Facebook regular um, Housewives of True Crime group. We also are still in the Keto group, Housewives of True Crime on crack. I mean, Keto. That's right. And I just want to give a couple shout outs to Sherry. Sherry says seven minutes in heaven, which is so cute. Oh my God. That's like going in the closet. <laughs> uh, love everything about this podcast. Let the love in Chrissy. Right. Come on, Chrissy. The Stein Bean. Oh, that's Christine. She says, enjoyed listening to the podcast, to Hot Disco Biscuits. Thanks so much. Just Jen. Love, love, love your show. She found us on Ask Jillian. Love Thanks, Jillian. Clink, clink. Tara Jane. Finally have true crime friends. Yes, you do, girlfriend. Yes, you do. Welcome. Welcome. And she's from Pensacola. Oh, we'll make it there one day. We will. Kala, thank you. Great listening. Thanks. And she's in our group too. Oh, yeah. I know that Carla because she was like, not Carla. Carla. Not Carla. Okay. It's C A L A H. I want to say that's Kala. Kayla? Okay. Could be Kayla. Let us know because we don't want to say your name wrong. Okay. Mama J624, my morning jam. Thanks so much. Mahali's mommy. That's a cute. Cheryl, Cheryl from Western Kentucky. This one was a fun one. She says chit chat. She says that she likes listening to us and she loves the seven minutes of chit chat. She says that she likes that there's something in common with us, even when she's outside in the chicken coops and on her tractor. (laughs) Listen, I used to have chickens. I'm with the chickens. I miss them. I would like chickens too. And then M. Mallory, love you guys. So entertaining. Thanks so much. Havoc Doc, my people. Yes, ma'am. Clink, clink to the awesome podcast. MS Jessica H. Thank you so much. This is a funny name. Blob. Blob. <laughs> or B-Lob. I don't know what it, but it's B-L-O-B. I love so much. Thank you so much. Um, A. Faulkner. Guilty pleasure. Oh, no, we already did that one. Anna Faulkner. Okay. So thanks. That was a lot. That was. Thank you. You Guys, seriously. And you know what? Everybody's been joining our group because we made a plea for it. They're like, we're going to get you to that thousand. 
So thanks, oh, you're everybody. Right. Thanks. And, uh, you know, TikTok. Keep it coming. <laughs> we're, we're TikToking. TikTok don't stop. Dropping. Dude, that Chrissy TikTok you did is, <laughs> I have seriously watched it so many fucking times. My husband is like, again, I'm like, it's <laughs> so good. <laughs> I have some good ones. I just can't wait to get together because we can do some real fun things if we're you know, reunited, reunited yeah. and it feels yes. so good. Okay. But here's the thing, you guys, they're real funny, but I have some funny ones that hopefully don't offend anybody. I mean, they're not like offensive in like an offensive way, but they're offensive in like maybe like a dirty joke kind of way. Yeah. We're inappropriate, <laughs> immature. If you're, that's not your thing, don't go on our TikTok. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, so clink, clink, grouchy poo. Clink, clink. Clink, clink, all your disco biscuits. Yeah. Your cats and kittens. Oh, and get on Patreon. That's where it's on. Oh, Patreon. it is. You guys, if you're on, on Himalaya, please switch over to Patreon. I promise please, you. God, we're going to ditch Himalaya's ass. They suck. You will not regret it. I promise. And I swear for Tabitha, she's going to put the old, all of the old episodes on patreon <laughs> i will and soon right now you're gonna hear a little tidbit of a another podcast that does what we do okay cool. let's hear it thanks, thanks. in the last several years criminologists have really begun to focus on the topic of women in crime this interest has inspired amy and i to create a podcast devoted entirely to true stories about women in crime Twice a month, we will discuss individual stories of women who have been victims of crime or perpetrators. Sometimes these two are one and the same. We will also choose cases in which women have been falsely accused, exonerated, or women whose work in the criminal justice system has brought them notoriety. By staying true to our criminologist roots, we will tell you the full stories of these women, but we will also explain the cause of the events that happened and whether the criminal justice system got it right or not. No matter what, this podcast will focus on women in crime all of the time. So stay tuned. Women in Crime is coming soon.